0: To the latest episode of a brief series of oral history interviews with the trailblazers and pioneers who were instrumental in establishing the Franklin H. Williams Judicial Commission. Each of the recordings is an excerpt of an interview conducted in preparation for a documentary on the life of Franklin H. Williams. In recognition of the 30th anniversary of the Commission, the co-chairs Justices Shirley Troutman and Troy Weber and Executive Director Mary Lynn Nicholas Brewster decided to post excerpts that describe the early days and challenges of the Commission. Today we are very pleased to feature the Honorable Richard Lowe, who was there at the very beginning and then went on to become Chairman. I'm John Carr, Senior Advisor for Strategic and Technical Communications. For a person like Franklin Williams, it's nowhere near where it should be. And uh, you know, you ask, quite frankly, any black person in, in this country. Uh, and they'll tell you the same thing. There is always a need to monitor. There is always a need to examine. There's always a need to understand the treatment of minorities, the placement of minorities within uh, work positions. And while we've had very good success in the hiring of, of minority judges, women judges, and, and minorities in non-judicial positions. When you go to the top of those non-judicial positions, there's an unfortunate scarcity of black people as chief clerks. Black people as, as the, uh, the heads of departments that facilitate policy. That's where, uh, you know, the need for us uh, still remains. Tuesday we had a commission meeting. And one of the subjects that we discussed was the, the absence of minorities in the Supreme Court in Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn, the largest county in, in, in New York State, and, and probably the largest minority county in the state. And, and in Brooklyn, you don't have any representation of minorities in the Supreme Court in non-judicial positions. There's something wrong with that. So, there, unfortunately, there is, there is definitely the need. And again, uh, I, I totally acknowledge the, 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 the improvements that have been made. And quite frankly, I'd like to think that the Franklin Commission uh, deserves some credit for that. Uh, but while there has been uh, improvements, uh, it's, it's not over. We have made some significant progress. When I say we, the court system has made significant progress. But again, we, we focus a great deal now on upstate and on the East End. They're, they're very different communities. Upstate New York is, is so different from New York City. Let me give you some positive news. I think last year, or maybe two years ago, we went up to the 8th Judicial District. Their minority representation on all levels was miserable, Buffalo. We just got a report, and by the way, so we went up there and we met with the administrative judge. And her key personnel, and we had a we had a conference, if you will, in which um, uh, we discussed the lack of representation on all levels, and and uh, the obvious uh, uh, effect that that can have on minorities who go through the court system. They just uh, reported to us something like uh, seven minority hires. Uh, and, uh, and on, on all levels. Uh, and, and there was another category where the, uh, I think there are three additional. I forget what it was. But, but the point is that we got cooperation. First of all, let me just say we were well received. She embraced our presence. She recognized that the points that we were making were accurate. And then she went out and 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 did something about it. I think you're talking about a little? Yes, yes. So our concentration uh, uh, is is has moved more towards outside of the city, uh, and uh, we hold, uh, for example, on the judicial level, we've held uh, a series of of conferences um, around the state um, uh, on uh, everything you wanted to know about how to become a judge and we we bring in people from the political spectrum because you know all judges aren't appointed as you know uh, and so how do you you need to know how to get into the political uh, 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 process or if it's appointive, we brought in administrative judges. We brought in um, uh, the chief judge uh, made a presentation. Um, and, and we try and we get the local bar associations um, to have people come, particularly minority bar associations, so that they, these young people can, can actually attend and see and look and say, there's a person who looks like me. And he or she is on the bench. How do I do that? So, um, yes, the, this is a long-winded answer, I'm sorry, to uh, both questions of is there still a need for our presence and um, has our focus changed? The, the whole thing, what, what, what is his enduring legacy on the commission? I guess? Well, I think the legacy that uh, stays with us, at least in the Franklin Commission, Was uh, learning about a very dignified man who took on a very difficult uh, assignment, but did it with dignity and grace. He brought people together, uh, disparate groups, but uh, he did it in a way where he allowed them to analyze. And to recognize deficiencies, and when you have, when you have people of all sorts uh, participating in attempting to resolve something, you're going to have a much stronger resolution than just picking and choosing those who, who you know, have a certain uh, 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 opinion of of a man who. Uh, as fiery as he was, as aggressive as he was in terms of his attempts to accomplish things, when he dealt with people, he treated everyone with dignity and respect because after all, how could he come and submit a report if he was guilty of the same things that he was accusing the court system of?